Could the Florida Gators add to their quarterback room before the 2023 class with Austin Simmons maybe reclassifying? Talk about it here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Friday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And before we get into it, I am going to say we are going to have a Monday episode. I know it's a holiday long weekend. Um, probably going to record it on Saturday or something. So just fair warning for that one. That That is the plan because I still have every intention of enjoying the holiday here. So that's what I'm going to do. But now we are going to talk about Austin Simmons because while he is the 2025 commit for the Florida Gators and he is a 2025 quarterback, According to Gators Online, Austin Simmons is going through the process of getting admitted and enrolling into Florida now, which I, I feel like this part's also important to talk about where I know like people are like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. Like it's that Michael Scott uh, scene where he's like, it's happening. It's happening. Everybody stay calm, stay in calm. Uh, it's kind of like that with Austin Simmons, but like this was always a legitimate possibility. The day that he committed, it was, is he about to commit and reclassify now? Of course that ended up not happening. And now it's been a little bit since he committed, but now it's looking more and more likely that he's going to reclassify all the way from 2025 to 2023. And here's the thing about that. Genuinely, I don't know how I feel about it, which is weird because usually you know how you feel about things. But for me, like the way that I look at it is, at this point, I, I'm going to say Austin Simmons is not going to be able to learn the playbook and earn the opportunity to start in time for Utah because, well, Billy Napier has said it a million times before. If you want to be the starting quarterback for the Florida Gators, you need to win over the coaching staff, win over the locker room, and master the playbook. I don't think it's possible for Austin Simmons to do. Obviously, it's possible, but it's highly improbable that Austin Simmons is able to do that by August 31st. But it does give him a leg up for next season, um, which, I mean, like, like, yeah, it would be great to have Austin Simmons in your program and comfortable and ready for spring ball 
and the 2024 season and have that quarterback competition. Cause like we went from, Oh, Anthony Richardson to Jack versus Jack Miller, the third and Jack Miller, the third versus Graham Mertz to then take that up to Austin Simmons versus DJ Lagway would be the best quarterback competition that Billy Napier's had since arriving in Gainesville. And it would also make, I think pretty much all of us feel more comfortable with what's going on around the program, at least for 2024. So it'd be great to have that be the start of spring ball for 2024. Because also you'd have Austin Simmons with chemistry with receivers, uh, knowing all the offensive line calls, the protections, the checks, all that. And being in your program for, you know, at that time, at that point, it'd be like five months. I am curious to know uh, if he'd be playing baseball in 2024, because I know that that's an important thing for him, which great, great for you, Austin Simmons. Um, I sucked at baseball more than I sucked at football. Uh, I didn't suck at football, but in high school, I was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. I got better afterwards. That's neither here nor there, though. But having Austin Simmons in the room with Graham Mertz, who is who he is as a player, let's just knock that one out, could help kind of speed up Austin Simmons' development. Because while Graham Mertz isn't incredibly physically gifted, and while he has his flaws, obviously, which there's no need to harp on those right now, but Austin Simmons' development behind a player like Graham Mertz could be awesome, or or this the speeding up of the of his development could be awesome because as like I said, Grammertz is who he is as a player. However, he's a multi-year starter in the Power Five. He was a highly touted recruit coming out of high school. He's, I believe, the highest-ranked quarterback um, coming out of high school that Wisconsin's ever brought in. So that'd be Grammertz. So you have not similarities there, but you have someone who's kind of been there before. And someone who, again, despite all the criticisms that he deserves, that's fair. I'm, I'm fine with that. You can't deny he's experienced and he's always been touted as a good leader. So to have Austin Simmons learn under him would be awesome. I will also say this as far as just bringing in Austin Simmons. We'll talk in a few minutes about what it means for DJ Lagway. But I will say this as far as, and, and here's the thing. This is not set in stone yet, but I think, not even I think, like like you have to love the aggressiveness from Billy Napier and from Ryan O'Hara and from this coaching staff if this happens. Because if you're Billy Napier and Ryan O'Hara and this coaching staff, Austin Simmons is someone who... You, you took him in as a 2025 commit, meaning that you believe in what he can become. So you've got a guy that you want in your program. We talk all the time. When a kid commits in September, we go, well, it's not over till they sign. Well, guess what? In Florida's case, this past recruiting cycle, it still wasn't over when they signed. But you've got a guy that you want in your program. You can get him there now. You don't have to retain his commitment for two years. You can get him there now. You can do that. 
you have a guy where you say, okay, like we like what you can become. We want you in our program. You're a 2025 kid. Do you want to commit? Yeah, great. Now we'll have to spend the next year and a half trying to keep that commitment. You don't have to do that. You can just go, okay, we want you there. Yeah, you're a 2025 kid, but you could be a 2023 kid if you want to come in right now. So you do that immediately. That is awesome. Like, I love that aggression. Whether or not Austin Simmons works out or whether or not that's because of his early enrollment, if he does enroll early, if you can add a guy that you feel can change your program around or help get you to where you're trying to go, maybe not turn it around completely, but help get to you there, just help you, then you do it and you take that risk, especially in the situation where we look at this portal quarterback class in the second window. First window, you took Graham Mertz because you didn't want to wait on the other possibilities that could, that may or may not have gone and missed out on even Graham Mertz. Get it. Second portal window. Sucked at quarterback. That's it. it. There's no other way to put it. Second portal window. Sucked at quarterback. You don't take damaged goods because you need a quarterback. No. You bring in your new product. Your, your shiny new toy in Austin Simmons here, and you work with him and you develop him into the great quarterback he can become. We're about to talk about what that means for Austin Simmons and DJ Lagway, but first we will talk about Bird Dogs, which is today's sponsor, and I'll tell you, I love them. I have them on right now. I've worn them all day, granted. I've been sedentary all day because I've been writing and working, but still comfy the entire time. I will tell you, tomorrow, not as sedentary. Tomorrow, probably going to wear bird dogs and probably going to be comfortable the entire day if I do wear them. I love them. You can work out in them. You can lounge around if you want. You can swim in them. Go to birddogs.com slash college. When you enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE with no spaces, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Please do make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and review. Also, we were having this discussion in the Lockdown Gators Discord, which is one of the reasons that I did talk about it. It's also just relevant news. Um, but do join that if you want to. We're talking about Austin Simmons, DJ Lagway here. And this conversation came up in the Lockdown Gators Discord. This conversation came up on Twitter, on boards, as if. Austin Simmons reclassifies from 2025 to 2023. What does that mean for DJ Lagway? And here's the thing that it means for DJ Lagway. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. It means nothing if Austin Simmons reclassifies to 2023 and DJ Lagway is the second quarterback to arrive. Because, and and here's why, DJ Lagway, incredibly highly touted quarterback, incredibly highly ranked quarterback, incredibly talented high school quarterback, with the potential to be great, as both of these quarterbacks do, and a lot of quarterbacks do. If 
just the 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 presence of hey having another freshman whether a redshirt freshman or true sophomore which would shock me i would assume if austin simmons comes to gainesville he's going to redshirt if having a redshirt freshman or true sophomore in the room with you is enough to make you back off of this commitment that you put so much time and effort into then you're not mentally tough enough to succeed at a high level anyway. Okay? Now, that's not me saying DJ Lagway isn't mentally tough enough, because again, I think DJ Lagway will stick with his commitment. Because when DJ Lagway committed to Florida, there was already a 2023 quarterback committed. There was already Jaden Rashada committed. And I, I, I'm not certain of the dates off the top of my head as I'm thinking about it, but was there two? Was there Jaden Rashada and Marcus Stokes still at the time? So for me, when, when you talk about what does this mean for DJ Lagway, it means nothing. Because when DJ Lagway committed, he was working under the assumption that Jaden Rashada, another highly ranked quarterback, would be here in 2023. So I don't think Austin Simmons changes that. Like, that, to me, that just doesn't make sense to go, oh, yeah, you know, I was totally fine with, with Jaden Rashada, but moosh, now Austin Simmons is here. I'm out, especially after spending all that time recruiting other high school players. So I, I don't think that that changes anything. And like I said, if having another redshirt freshman or a true sophomore in the room really hurts you that much, then you were never going to be good to begin with because you were too soft. Again, I don't think that's the case with DJ Lagway at all, because again, DJ Lagway was expecting a battle when he got here anyway. And unless you have an awesome year, you should expect a battle every year until you prove, hey, I am your program-changing quarterback. And... Here's here's another thing, too, because the conversation has also become, well, what if, what if, you know, what, what if Austin Simmons reclassifies now and in January DJ Lagway gets here and whoever loses that battle, what if they transfer out? Um, here's the thing about that. OK. Who cares? Like, obviously, it opens the door to have to deal with a transfer at in your quarterback room. But as far as that goes, whether it was Austin Simmons joining the roster in 2023 and DJ Lagway joining the roster in 2024, or DJ Lagway joining the roster in 2024 and Austin Simmons in 2025, either way, you're in a situation where you add two high-ranking quarterbacks in back-to-back years and you risk losing whoever loses the battle. Which, two things on that. One, that's the price of being great. Not that Florida's great yet, but that's the price of being great, is having great football players at spots where they're, like, having too many good football players. Well... That's the cost of being great. You're going to probably lose some of those guys to the portal. Okay? So, 
that's one. Two, again, if you're a freshman and you lose a quarterback battle and that causes you to transfer, or if you're a true sophomore and you lose that quarterback battle and it causes you to transfer, which again, expecting redshirt freshman, I, I still don't think that you were tough enough, whether that's Austin Simmons side or DJ Lagway's side. I don't think that you're tough enough to go through the mental adversity that I get to deal with, with playing quarterback at the university of Florida. So I really truly don't think Austin Simmons reclassifying or not reclassifying has a single impact on DJ Lagway because there is always going to be competition. It's just a matter of getting it now or later. There was always expected to be a 2023 quarterback coming in, whether that was Jaden Rashada or Austin Simmons. Nothing has changed here in terms of what does this mean for when DJ Lagway arrives on campus? Nothing has changed in terms of there's going to be a 2023 quarterback, assuming Austin Simmons reclassifies. Nothing changed there. And, you know, there wasn't a 2025 commit. So if Austin Simmons does reclassify, then you've still just got 2023 QB, nobody at 2025. If Austin Simmons doesn't reclassify, then you've still got 2024, you're going to battle whoever you're going to battle. And then you're going to have more battles throughout for your own starting spot. So nothing, nothing's really changed. It's just a matter of when it's happening. Like that's like me going to you, Hey, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars now or a hundred dollars next year. And it's like, okay, either way, you're still getting the hundred dollars. You're still getting Austin Simmons and DJ Lagway. It's just a matter of when you're getting them and in what order. Okay, like maybe I give you a 50 and five tens, or maybe I give you five tens and a 50. Doesn't matter how you get it, right? Like that, it just, that's it. If I'm giving you $100, I'm giving you $100. It's as simple as that. Now to wrap up today's show, we are moving away from quarterbacks, but not moving away too far from them. Maybe like a yard or two, because we are talking about the running back who recently committed, and by recently, I mean last night, committed to the Florida Gators in Jacoby Jackson. Six feet tall, 210 pounds, fine size for a running back. I mean, a little tall, which is fine, but 210 pounds, you'd hope a little bulkier at that height. But again, not not something to, like not something that you're going to go, oof, that sucks. <laughs> it's just not the best. But averaged 5.2 yards per carry last season at Juco Coahoma. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, but 5.2 yards per carry there. Now, like as as of this signing, because Jacoby Jackson did sign, now Florida has two scholarship spots remaining before the 2023 season. One of those could be going to Austin Simmons, in which case you'd have one spot, whether that's a portal ad. I mean, I would assume at receiver, if you're adding a portal guy at this point or giving that scholarship to a walk-on, which heavens forbid. Oh my goodness. I know some commentators, I know uh, some commenters just had a conniption when I said that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The hate on the walk-ons here is just ridiculous. Sometimes I'll say that. 
But whether that's going to Austin Simmons and a walk-on or Austin Simmons and a portal, walk-on and a portal, if Austin Simmons doesn't reclassify, you got two spots, maybe one left after Jacoby Jackson commits. And I, I will say that I don't think the addition of Jacoby Jackson is indicative in any way of what this coaching staff thinks or if this coaching staff has doubts with Trayon Webb, with Cameron Carroll, with just the depth in this running back room. I think it's more so about adding a player that you feel can contribute to your team in some way in 2023, adding a veteran to your running back room in addition to, you know, Montreal is entering his third year in college. So he's not like, yeah, he's got stats, but he's not super experienced. Trevor Etienne entering his second season. You have Cam Carroll, who's experienced, and Trayon Webb, who's a true freshman. So you're adding an experience back to your room. And it's also important to note that experience backs, not saying that this is going to be Jacoby Jackson, but experience backs tend to be the backs that are better with ball security. You, you, you give those carries late in the game to, to that back and let them churn it out. Not Again, not that that has anything to do with Jacoby Jackson, but I feel like when a lot of people talk about experience, they're like, oh, quarterback is the only one that matters. Not that they ever say that quote, but that's how they present it. So here it matters for running back, situational awareness, all that stuff. I think that Florida is obviously looking like just in their running back room, which had four scholarship players before that in Montreal Johnson, Trevor Etienne, Cameron Carroll, and Trayon Webb, like I mentioned. And I think they wanted a fifth running back in there on scholarship because that's usually what you have, especially for a team that wants to run the ball as much as Billy Napier, Rob Sale, Jabbar Juluk, and want to run the ball. So I think that they were just like, okay, well, let's add a talented running back if there's one available. They had Alton McCaskill from Houston come in for a visit a few weeks ago. That ended up, obviously, nothing came to fruition from that. He ended up committing to Colorado and playing under Deion Sanders, which, I mean, he's instantly one of the best players on that team. Instead of becoming the third or fourth back in Gainesville, I will also say that, I mean, when I think about this, like I, I look at Jacoby Jackson and my expectations are not for you to be great. My expectations for Jacoby Jackson are if you're called upon, don't fumble. If you're called upon, don't drop an open pass and don't lose a ton of yards dancing around. I would look for Jacoby Jackson to kind of look at him initially to get a shot to contribute on special teams early on. Because here's the other thing too. He has to learn the playbook still. And running back is one of the easier positions to learn the playbook, especially for a Billy Napier offense where you're not really used as a running, as a, a pass catcher. So you don't have to learn a ton of routes. But I would say that right now, look for him to contribute on special teams early. 
whether that's personal protector on punt, which is a fun job, played that before, that was that was a fun one. Whether that's being a return man, whatever it might be, gunner, whatever it is, look for that to be the case. Because, I mean, right now, offensively, he's behind at least Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne. Almost definitely behind two-lane transfer Cameron Carroll, especially when you look at what Cameron Carroll does do as a receiver. And it's like, okay, well, guess what? Even if Florida doesn't plan on using running backs in the passing game a ton, Cameron Carroll's probably going to be the specialist there. And honestly, you're probably even behind Trayon Webb to start at least in terms of this depth chart. So I think that it's important when you're talking about Jacoby Jackson to recognize he might be good. He's also giving you your fifth scholarship running back that you're looking for. He's giving you some depth at a great position, but you get a little more depth there. Don't have high expectations here. Not that he's bad. I'm not going to pretend that I've watched him a ton because I, I didn't hear of him until he pretty much he signed or shortly before he signed, but he signed um, and, and he's here. But from watching his tape that I did see, look, he's okay. I don't know how that's going to translate to the SEC, but I can tell you that my expectations aren't high because you got Montreal, you got Trevor Etienne, and I'm comfortable with Cameron Carroll. So you're just getting depth here that can help your team. That's what matters most right now, right? Like that's what there is in the portal. That's what you're going to add. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back Monday to talk more Florida Gators football. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I'll see you all Monday.